Hello and welcome to Hot Health, the podcast series where we talk about health in the U.S. and hot topics within the world of health. I'm Zach Cavanis, a pre-med public health major here at Texas State. I'm Shaylin Chan, a nursing student also here at Texas State. Hello and welcome again, guys. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the hypertension crisis in the U.S. today and ways to prevent hypertension. Um, to, But to first start us off on today's podcast, I would like to thank Chip, who was our first listener on our podcast yesterday. So thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, thank you so much, Chip. We really appreciate you and everyone else that's listening. Uh, anyone that tunes in, we don't have a podcast without you guys, so thanks for tuning in, and it means a lot to us. So let's kind of start off. Shay, what is hypertension? Hypertension is basically just elevated blood pressure. Um, when your blood pressure is greater than 130 over 80, that's when it's considered to become hypertensive. But when we're talking about blood pressure and hypertension, I feel like we should talk about the science behind it. So what is the science behind blood pressure, Zach? Yes, good point, Shay. So I feel like we all kind of get blood pressures at the doctors and whatnot. We say, oh, it was high, it was low, this and that. But we don't actually know what a blood pressure actually is. So let's say uh, 120 over 80, that's what kind of science says is a standard blood pressure. So that 120 is a systolic number. That 80 is a diastolic number. So it's the systolic over the diastolic number, which equals out to your blood pressure. So um, for the systolic blood pressure, that's the pressure in your arteries when your heart beats. For that second number, the diastolic, that's actually the pressure in your arteries when your heart actually relaxes relaxes after a beat. So that's kind of the science behind a blood pressure and what a blood pressure actually is. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Thanks for the insight on that. Um, Let's start talking about how our food contributes to um, our cardiovascular health. Yes, that's another big topic. I know in our last podcast we mentioned nutrition within college students. So we're getting back on the whole food topic. I guess we just like eating a lot or something. We're always <laughs> finding a way to bring food and nutrition into our podcast. But it's really important. I it mean, is. the foods you eat in your day-to-day life can affect your cardiovascular and overall health, which most people don't think about. Most people just eat to eat. But if you really kind of try to plan and eat, eat for health, right, eat to be healthy, it can really, there's so many perks for sure. But there's many foods that are very beneficial for your cardiac health. Like whole wheat really helps to prevent hypertension. And another really good food is um, the like fatty fish. So salmon, things like that that are high in those omega-3 fatty acids really kind of help to kind of hold off hypertension and keep your blood pressure at a good rate for sure. Um, another very negative food is actually a lot of processed foods nowadays con- mm-hmm. um, contain trans fat, which can actually lead to arthrosclerosis. What, that's a very big word, guys, arthrosclerosis. So what is arthrosclerosis, Shane? Um, it's basically the buildup of plaque within the lumen uh, of the arteries. So when the plaque is getting built up, it's going to be harder for the blood flow to flow through your arteries, therefore increasing your blood pressure, leading to hypertension. Okay, gotcha. That's awesome. So basically, in that artery, once that plaque builds up, it kind of it, it prevents the pressure of blood flow to be constant, which increases the blood pressure. Is yes, exactly. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That that makes a whole lot of sense. That that sounds easier to understand than arthrosclerosis for sure. So that's really good. There's also a recent study where 34,000 people with hypertension over a span of four years, and they took that percentage and they actually had a percentage of that population they ate blueberries and strawberries so what's kind of important with that is that's eight percent of a trusted source um, it's a lower risk of high blood pressure there is a chemical in there that's found in blueberries and strawberries and so when we're talking about fruit another good fruit to eat is bananas <laughs> um, which contain potassium um, which can also help manage hypertension so one medium-sized banana contains around 422 milligrams of a trusted source of potassium that's quite a large number um, according to American Heart Association, potassium reduces the effects of sodium and alleviates the tension in the walls of the blood vessels. 
which I guess in turn would help lower the blo- lower the blood pressure, right? Yes, of course. Okay, that's awesome. I really like that. So another little statistic here was actually from the Office of Dietary Supplements, and they advised that we aim to consume about 3,400 milligrams of trusted source of potassium for men, and for females, 2,600 milligrams of that trusted source of potassium for sure. So let's talk about kind of some, some statistics here within hypertension in the U.S., Shay. Okay, so within the U.S., over 70... Not 70, 47% of our population has hypertension, and about half of that 47% are unmanaged. And that's quite a large number, and that's kind of worrisome. Um, so definitely is beginning your year, yearly physicals, um, which we will talk about. Yeah, I think soon. that's coming up on our next next podcast. So a little shout out there. We're going to talk about the importance of yearly physicals and make sure we're all getting checked and make sure we're all kind of working smooth. So make sure you tune in next week for that. But let's continue talking about hypertension, guys. Yeah, so there are many ways to manage hypertension um, from medications, watching your eating, exercising, just basically your overall lifestyle. Um, what are some lifestyle activities that can help? with the risk of hypertension, Zach? Yeah, so there's a lot of activities. Uh, a lot of people kind of don't think of this, but really engaging in moderate cardio uh, exercise weekly can improve your heart health greatly. Mm-hmm. Working on your heart by even some simple jogging or jumping jacks also helps to increase your heart rate, which which, in, which kind of overall helps your uh, entire cardiovascular system. A lot of people think, oh, I don't want to get a high heart rate. It's not good, but it's actually very important for your whole cardiovascular health to raise up your blood pressure and not even talking about just the heart. I mean, when you say cardiovascular system, that actually includes uh, your lungs as well, because that's what kind of brings in the oxygen and kind of helps move those oxygen um, throughout your cells and your body. So really kind of increasing your blood pressure, running a mile a week can actually increase overall stamina and strength, which also can help your health at the end of the day for sure. Yeah. And those are things that you can just do in your downtime. You can easily just get up to jumping jacks or go for a walk. Um, So yeah, that would definitely help with that. Another thing that is that would contribute to the risk of hypertension. Um, I guess we should talk about the negatives too. Um, smoking. So cigarettes especially um, have an effect on your blood pressure. Um, there is complex evidence that smoking increases blood pressure acutely and increases the risk of venovascular hypertension. <laughs> yes, those are some big words there for sure. Uh, what is malignant, Shay? Oh, um, malignant is basically just cancerous. So smoking is bad for you in that sense as well. Yeah, smoking actually, um, not kind of off the blood pressure topic, but there's so many downsides of smoking. I mean, when you smoke those chemicals, it puts a tar lining on your lungs. So again, like I said, cardiovascular is also linked with your respiratory system. So if your respiratory system is kind of clogged up with that tar, that's a decrease in the amount of oxygen that can go on. So those red blood cells and carry oxygen throughout the cell. So, I mean, smoking is downside for your your blood pressure because it it raises your blood pressure, but also that downside also links back with your respiratory. So that's going to have an effect on your respiratory system and kind of getting that that good um, kind of air movement throughout your body as well. Mm -hmm. So... What are the points that we got here, Zach? Yeah, so another good point here is the, actually the impairment of the um, endothelial function. Um, it ca- they, Smoking also causes um, arterial stiffness, inflammation, mm-hmm. lipid modification. What is lipid, uh, Shane? Lipids are basically just a biomolecule that's in everyday life. It's fats, basically. Fats, okay, so lipids are fats. Okay, I just want to make sure any listeners don't know what a lipid is. So a lipid is a biomolecule. It's the biomolecule of fat. 
as well as an uh, alteration of the antithrombotic and prothrombotic factors, which are factors in your blood that help your blood clot. So that's very important there as well. Or also smoking-related major um, determinants and initiation of high blood pressure and kind of starting that arthrosclerosis process, leading to major cardiovascular events like possibly having strokes or uh, yeah. myocardial infarctions. Uh, what is a myocardial infarction, Shane? It's basically the death of tissues. Right, so a heart attack, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's pretty good there. But another point is many people think that you have to be old to have hypertension. You have to have a, you know, mm-hmm. my six-year-old grandma has hypertension, my 45-year-old dad has hypertension, but that's also not the case. There's hundreds of high blood pressure in younger children cases throughout the world right now. And often it's actually related to other health conditions, such as heart defects, kidney disease, genetic conditions, and other hormonal disorders. But... It, there's high blood pressure up the whole population. It's not just older people. There's younger people as well. I mean, it's really, really important. It's kind of a great ending here for us because especially those children that are uh, overweight, mm-hmm. obesity is a big issue in today's world in the 20th century as well because of nutrition. We're going to have a podcast later in the year that really focuses all on nutrition. With how we're going so far, we're probably going to mention nutrition in each podcast because uh, nutrition is a very big topic very... That, that kind of we hold we hold strong to Shay and myself. We really enjoy talking about nutrition, trying to help the population, you know, eat better. Because, I mean, in my head, you eat better, you feel better, and you are exactly. better. So, yep. like I said again, you eat better, you feel better, you are better. Nutrition is the biggest thing here in the healthcare realm right now for sure, but and those children that um, do have, you know, obesity and they are overweight, they're more likely to have primary hypertension in the beginning as younger children, and they're also more likely to develop arthrosclerosis and those other cardiac um, deformalities throughout later in their life as well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to kind of kind of close off here, there's a few more topics we're going to talk about, but really. Get, get your blood pressure checked. Um, that's the biggest way to prevent this. I mean, you check it early, you can get started on some, some good um, hypertension medication, so you mm-hmm. don't have to kind of, you'll still have to work on your, that's the that's the first start is eating. That's the biggest factor is you can, I've seen patients for sure, and being on the, I work on the ambulance, I'm an EMT as well. I've seen patients, um, you know, throughout their lives where they, they're diagnosed with, you know, undiagnosed hypertension. They change their eating for a few months and they don't have to be on medications anymore. They just can focus on their eating and that can, completely take away hypertension. Do you have anything else to mention about hypertension, Shay? Um, besides the eating, it is very important to watch your lifestyle as well, which are all things we covered. But yeah, you do bring up some really good points about uh, nutrition and your diet. But I guess everything that we mentioned today is very important and plays a role into um, the, you know, ways to um, avoid the risk of hypertension. My bad, guys. Okay, so... Next week, we want to talk about the concern for everyone to get your yearly physicals and vaccines, which um, is a very touchy topic, but we do want to get into that because I think it is important to talk about, and we want to be able to share points with you. So, yes. Yes, for sure. We're really excited. I know me and Shay, were, uh, we had a little meeting before the podcast, and we were kind of talking about our plans for next week. That's The funny thing is we're talking about all this right now with you guys now, but we're, we have things planned up for one, two, three weeks out. So we're, we're really excited about getting yeah, this podcast started. There's a lot of good information to be spread for sure. And we're just really excited to get that information out there to you guys for sure. But yeah, next week, uh, our big topic is basically the importance of everyone to get yearly physical. And that starts from you know, neonates when they're born to get their yearly physicals all the way up to geriatric patients in their uh, late 90s and 80s. It's very important to make sure we're getting yearly physicals, getting checked out, yearly CBCs and comps and getting that blood work done so we can make sure all your factors are correct to make sure everything's running smooth. Because that's your, you know, diagnostics are your first kind of your first line of defense to make sure we're covering issues and things that are that are going on. So we just want to really stress 
making sure we're getting regularly physicals. Again, I don't want to get too too much in depth with that right now because that is for next week. But thank you again for everything. Thanks for tuning in again, and make sure you come back and see us next week, guys. Yes, thank you. Thank again. you for listening. Have a good one.